Well, I think the thing is, Joshua 1.8 says this. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Mm. Meditate on a day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. My wife loves this verse. Okay. And, you know, we that's one that we actually memorize at home. And, uh, you know, then you'll be prosperous and successful. Mm-hmm. That's the last part of it. And in the New Testament, we're supposed to read and apply it. James talks about how, you know, this is... If we read it and walk away, it's kind of like we're looking in a mirror and going, what do I look like again? You yeah. know, like, well, sometimes you want to forget, you know. Yeah, there's sometimes I'm like, <laughs> okay, I wish I could forget what I just looked like there. Yeah. But uh, I mean, like, you know, you think about that. I mean, like, who goes, walks away from a mirror and says, yeah. man, what do I look like again? Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, that's what James compares it to. You know, if you're, if you're reading the word, but you don't really do anything with it, you just kind of go, oh, okay, whatever. Mm. That's essentially what you're doing. You're like, okay, that's cool. And then you walk away and forget what you read. Yeah, very easy to be swayed too. And one thing um, I realized a long time ago, I remember there was a season I felt busy, right? Which is just such a terrible word. I think that's like a pandemic of its own, just being busy all the time, you know? Yeah, it is. And it can be a trap because you can do things for the right reasons. Yeah. But but the wrong way for sure. Yeah. But I was going to say I was so busy, I wasn't reading my Bible. And then... um almost like this lie started to develop in my mind like do I need to it's just kind of boring like I don't even know where to start you know overwhelmed such a big book well you know here's a little here's a little thing that I remember when I first started out as a pastor was you know the balance between my own personal devotions and doing Bible study for the ministry yeah you know it's that because uh, I remember you know you can get easily stuck in that rut of well you know I'm, I'm studying the Bible yeah but you're doing it for your small group. You're doing yeah. it for a sermon on Sunday. You're doing it for a youth group, whatever, right? Yeah. And it's not for your own personal study. Yeah. And that's a big difference. No, and that that's very important. I was even going to say that um, what happened, though, is that when I finally decided to read it, oh, my goodness, I could have probably read anything. But just the change that I felt instantly hit my life. Yeah. Which Which sounds so dramatic. I know I can't really explain it. But when I just started reading it again... I was like, oh my goodness. Like, it just felt like life was infused in me once again. And yep. it, it's just, it's yep. just crazy. So don't miss out on that. Like, why would you want to miss out on that? Just attending church, leaving it to someone else. Like, you get in there, you study it out. We say it all the time. Like, don't just take, don't Pastor just take Andrew's our word, word for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, like, here's the thing bring your Bible to church, whether it's a physical paper copy or whether it's your phone, tablet, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bring your Bible to church because, um, I know it's so easy to like just think, well, the pastor's going to read it out anyway, so I'll just listen. Or it may be on the screen, so I'll just look at it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's better for you to bring your Bible so that you know where to look for it. Yeah. Bonus points if you bring a highlighter. Yeah. <laughs> just don't, you know, color your screen if you got like a tablet or yeah, something. Th- you know? There you go. Yeah, I know. Seriously. 